So these three things I'm going to share, right? Uh, it, it will not work unless you have this one big thing first, which is called desire, right? If you don't have desire, it won't work on you. Because if you don't have the desire, right, you're not going to want to take action in the first place. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Kaching Show. My name is Brian Ching, and this show is dedicated to motivated individuals, inspiring them to document their journey, and for like-minded entrepreneurs who are keen to learn more. Through this channel, we aim to impart financial, marketing, and business knowledge from the brilliant minds of other entrepreneurs to you. This episode is on how to select your vehicle for success and become a master implementer. Today, I am talking with Mark Teo, and he is a top affiliate marketer, investing coach at Buffer Online School, and founder of the Master Implementer Movement. Let's have Mark Teo. Yeah, definitely. So my name is Mark, uh, and I'm uh, I do a few, couple of things. Right. So one of them is I'm an investment coach. So right. So I actually coach students. I coach uh, people about uh, value investing in the U.S. market and options investing as well. Right. And the other thing I do is I also do digital marketing. Right. So I do digital marketing. I do personal branding. Right. To create, uh, to actually share some of the stuff that I'm doing. And and and, and the last one is I'm also creator of the Master Implementer Movement. Right. So it really uh, is really my mission for the Master Implementer Movement is actually to inspire people to uh, take massive action to achieve their dreams that they want in life. Right. So I've been interviewing a lot of trainers, speakers. Right. Really just to find out. Right. Like. Um, how some of the, their best performing students are right? in terms of characteristics, what they do, everything. So these are the three key things that I do, right? Uh, and I enjoy every minute of it. <laughs> all right. Okay. So Mark, how did you actually get started, you know, like um, with all this um, from investing to online marketing and uh, personal branding, you know? So how did you actually get started in all this? Sure. Yeah. So when it came to investing right so i started investing actually close to 10 years ago man so wow uh, i was in the army i was in yeah it was about 10 years ago so i was actually in the army i, I was uh, relaxing my mates were just like uh, watching uh, movies and playing games right uh, but after a while i realized that, hey i'm going to do something a bit more rather do something a bit more and then, and then i actually tried to uh, interestingly i don't tell this to much people but actually i tried to launch an e-commerce store right uh, and what happened is I actually asked uh, this guy, which I saw on Facebook, who I knew has been very active in a business space, and his name is Resh, right? You probably wow. have heard of him. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people watching might have, right? And actually, right, so what happened is he was saying, hey, actually, I'm actually doing investing as well. If you want, you can just come and learn from me, right? And that's actually that started my journey investing when both below 20 years old. But that really started my journey, right? So uh, after a few months, I got started on my first trip. Uh, I still remember it was a selling a put option on uh, this company called Herbalife, right? And I've never uh, looked back since, right? And nice. over the years, right, I've developed my investment, not in terms of experience as well, right? But I've mm. been teaching and just sharing whatever I learned right, to mm. my university friends, to my army friends and everything, right? And I realized yep. that, hey, that, uh, that there's a huge, there's an increasing demand for people wanting to learn to invest and I just started doing mm. a bit more, okay? So that's uh, stage one, right, when it comes to investing and everything. Stage two, right? Stage two is actually, uh, my, my journey to marketing actually started properly uh, one year ago, right? One year ago when uh, I only attended a Fun Hacking Live sharing, right, by a few guys who have heard, Rash, Gabriel Wong, right, yep. and uh, Jin and Gavin as well. And, Basically, I think that event, right, not just what was shared, right? So I think they went to US, right? They paid about a few thousand dollars to learn from lessons and it just brought yeah. back. The fact that when I was in that room, right, once in a room, right, it was about 40 people, it was a tightly packed room. And I realized that 
there were just so many people that were energetic, right? And I knew uh, from Resh that people that were like uh, seven, six, seven, seven digit business owners over there. And I realized that the energy, the spirit of the room, right, was not like any other room I've been in, right? Personally, I, mean, I don't know if you know, but Singapore is one of the toughest crowds uh, in yeah. that, for people to train and everything. They're usually low energy. They don't participate, right? Mm. But in that, in that crowd, right, people were like willing to respond, willing to listen, taking notes, right? And I realized that, hey, I want to be like that kind of people, right? I want to be mm. that group. Right, and that's yeah. when that's what started my um, journey into studying more about uh, this company called ClickFunnels, right? What they teach, yeah. expert secrets, uh, the one funnel challenge, right? This, yeah. this is the shirt itself, and that already got me started into uh, digital marketing, right? And of course, uh, like some great things happen. Nice. I guess that was amazing, like how you started with investing as a first vehicle and started, you know, moving on to personal branding and uh, digital marketing. So for people who are just starting out, right? Which one would you advise them to start with? Digital marketing or, you know, options trading and value investing? Okay, so that's a very good question, right? Because I think both are worthy uh, paths to pursue and everything, right? So, <clears throat> but of course, it really depends on where that, uh, what kind of position that person is in their life, right? By talking about mm. a young individual, uh, like maybe like I'm uh, either a fresh graduate or I'm just a student, right? Like what should I get started with, right? Investing? So, I guess this is really personal opinion, right? This is really a personal opinion. I don't think, I think either one is a great thing to get started with, right? But my thing, right, is to learn about investing, right? To learn about investing, but to document your journey and to share what you learn about investing, mm. right? So, even though you, uh, in terms of focus, right, you definitely can do both, right? But if you really want to focus, right, my personal thing is, hey, if you're young, start with investing, right? But there's nothing stopping you from trying to share what you learn, right? Share your lessons and everything. Because uh, at least, at least, right, I think it comes to personal branding, right? So let's not talk about Facebook ads and everything, right? When we talk about personal branding, online social media branding, right? Is that yeah. you don't really need to know the latest tactics or uh, the latest the uh, algorithm strategies or algorithms, right? Yeah. For sure, yeah. So actually, all you do, right, if you share, you give value, you have the intention, right? Even if you mm. know nothing about, uh, no tactics about, social media branding or anything, right? You know you're going to get a branding. You know people are going to follow you, right? And mm. uh, one thing you can do so is actually to uh, not just learn about investing but to share what you learn and then when you progress, when you also get better. So it's like uh, you get it's a win-win, right? Not only do we help people to learn, yeah. right? By teaching, right? I, like one thing that's really helped me my investment journey is that the fact that I was teaching and sharing with other people mm. that a lot of people were benefiting but I benefited as well because I internalized the knowledge and I got uh, in deeper insights into the whole space through questions, through engagement, through interaction. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, sharing with people what you learn is so important. And it reminded me of, you know, yeah. when you were raising funds about uh, going to Funnel Hacking Life 2020, you actually launched this uh, Kickstarter program about sharing with people when you come back from Funnel Hacking Life. And that was amazing. Like, you know, um, by teaching more people about what you're doing, uh, it's a win-win for everyone. And uh, everyone wins because they, they learn from it as well. Yeah, for sure. So actually, my that was my second crowdfunding project, you know, Brian. So that was my second one. My first one was actually in investing. Wow. Was it an options course or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, hey, uh, I am, I'm, I'm still a student. It's not my budget. But if people are more than willing to uh, like help me crowdfund, right, I'm more than willing to support, right? But of mm. course, I know there's uh, like intellectual property, everything involved, right? But my yeah. thing is really to get them to master the fundamentals of it. So uh, I felt, I personally felt that that was uh, okay, right? Because these are things that, hey, uh, yes, you can search on YouTube, you can read the books and everything, right? But rather you come down, we kind of crystallize the knowledge and strategy together, right? I felt that that was a win-win situation. Yes. Totally agree. You know, uh, so after sharing all that you have started, 
all that you've done over the past one year, right? Like, I remember when I first mm. got to see you online was when you added me on Facebook. And that was about yeah. nine months ago. I can't really remember the exact date. But, you know, uh, how do you actually manage to achieve so much in one year? Like, I think, of course, this is from the progress that you made since 10 years ago. But, you know, how did this whole thing explode? Like, you know, in the past year, I think your movement has exploded and your interview series, your... Yeah. Buffer online school, uh, coaching, you know, everything. I see you everywhere on Facebook, you know. Like, can you share with us, like, how did you actually, you know, do all this in one year? Okay, so, uh, I, I feel that it's a combination of three, uh, three main things, right? Three main things that uh, really help, right? So, uh, the first one, right, I will honestly, honestly say it's luck. Lah. It's luck uh, because I'm sure you know there was a knowledge business blueprint program, right? Yeah. Uh, and, so that was, uh, so the first few things I did is actually I started joining ClickFunnels Group and everything, right? And mm. they actually asked, hey, who, who, who is actually keen to partner with uh, Tony Robbins, Russell Brunson, and Dean Razuzzi for their knowledge business blueprint program, the 2K USD program. So long story short, uh, I just whack, I just like, ah, let me just apply <laughs> and see how, what, what happens, right? Yeah. Uh, I got in. Yes. I got in and I was like, and the next day I was like, ah, let me just go and try out whatever my own. <laughs> my uh, different methods and everything, right? Just to see if something clicks, right? Even if I fail, it's fine, right? But yep. somehow, from what I did without, uh, without, without any email uh, influence, right? Without a big list and everything, I managed to get the top in Singapore, right? And the 35th, the 35th guy around the world. So I got about 50,000 income. So that's a long story short, right? So that was really? one luck because one thing when that happened, right? I was actually, uh, I, I was too shy to tell people. Mm. Right? I only told my girlfriend, right? That's the only thing <laughs> I told, right? It was only when, uh, when one of my mentors, so my Rash, right, we're so back to Rash, yeah. right? uh, he was asking me like, hey, how was the results? I heard you joined, right? So I was like, oh yeah, I got this and this result. Then he was so excited then, right? <laughs> he decided to just go and uh, put, uh, I think he, he did uh, just a Facebook live on the spot, just telling me, oh guys, you know this guy? Right out of nowhere, he just went and I was like, oh shit, man, like now everybody knows, right? So that was, I think that was number one. It was a... Uh, 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 as people say, yes, I took action and everything, but I do feel that uh, kind of luck, as well as luck, mm. so that's number one, right? Uh, yeah. Number two, so number two, number two was basically because I started interviewing a lot of people, right? I started, yeah. uh, uh, which is what ClickFunnels call this concept, the dream 100, yeah. right? The dream 100, right? So basically, I realized that, hey, uh, like from, so actually it's linked to my third thing, right? But I think number mm. two is really because uh, instead of trying to like, like I said, create my branding alone, create, just yeah. start from scratch. Because nobody will listen to me, right? So yes. one thing I did, right, from the start is I just said, hey, instead of telling people what I think, let me just report, let me just share what other people have been talking about, right? What, yeah. what the experts talk about, what people like yeah. Tony Robbins or Nas Daily, right? Or mm. even Red talk about. And then share, and people are like, hey, dude, like this guy, like, uh, okay, I don't know him, but at least he's sharing great value, right? So that's how mm. I felt I really did it. And I took it one step further by, what exactly what you're doing now, right, Brian? You've been interviewing, right? So, <laughs> I started interviewing a lot of people, right? I started my friends, people that I've learned from over the years, um, asking, uh, asking others to say, hey, can you help me connect with this person and everything, right? And mm. when I started interviewing people, right, not only did like, my audience benefit everything, right? Because when mm. they share to their audience, when people know them and they start watching, and they see yeah. me consistently over a period of time, they'll be like, hey, this guy's interesting, let me follow him, right? So mm. honestly, right now, I don't do it as often as I am uh, involved in some other big projects, right? Um, but yeah. right now, right now, I think even now the fact that I've interviewed all these guys is still helping me today because uh, let's say they share their audience and everything, right? It will definitely benefit me. So that's number two, right? The fact that not only did uh, I didn't just try to uh, uh, create my branding just alone, right? I actually decided mm. to leverage off giants, right? For example, right. I went for a Nas Daily event, right? Uh, mm. People were paying money for an event. I was like, guys, hey, if you want, 
right? I'm going to share you every single note from the training, right? Go and take it, right? It's free. You yeah. can just go and download and everything. So I think that really helped to steer hit my, my um, yeah, online brand. Then the, the third thing is, uh, it was a mix of luck and a bit of strategy, right? In a sense that I, my movement, the master momentum movement was based on a huge problem I've been seeing for the past 10 years, right? Which is yeah. basically that, hey, people have been attending programs, reading books, achieving, uh, taking workshops and everything, right? Mm. But they still don't achieve the results that they want. And in most people's lives, in most people's lives, Brian, right? Uh, most people have always, uh, fortunately or not fortunately, were unable to achieve something that they wanted, right? So that, that yeah. was just the problem that I was saving. And I realized that, hey, people weren't talking about it enough, right? A lot of people mm. were, which is great, right? I mean, a lot of people are just talking about, hey, let me teach you about investing, let me teach you about entrepreneurship, marketing, yeah. get the amount. But the reality, right? The reality is that it's, a lot of people don't get the results that they want, right? And my personal take is that uh, there's a lot of, uh, not just, the lack of action, but the lack of strategic and right action. So that's what I'm talking about. It's mm. not just being an implementer, right? But it's becoming a, mis- a master implementer. So I think these three things really help um, uh, spearhead my journey over the past year. Right. So these three, con- these three concepts that I just want to summarize for my audience, you know, like firstly, you were saying yeah. um, the KBB and the top affiliate and, you know, that was kind of lucky, but I think you also did a lot. You know, you, you went to wake <laughs> up on time to, you know, comment on people's comments and, <laughs> You no know, reply to that, yeah. and you actually. Uh, secondly, you interview people, ex- interview experts, and I think that's amazing branding with association, and it actually, you know, helps. You know, it helps everyone because I think the impact goes when the people share about your interview to others, and it it co- constantly multiplies. You know, so like when I watch your interview, you know, I'll share it to my community as well, and I'll like, hey, um, you know, wow. um, this interview has actually impacted me, and I want you guys to actually listen to this interview as well. So. And lastly, I think, you know, taking action because people spend over thousands of dollars on courses and they actually don't implement what they learn. They just constantly learn, 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 but they don't take action enough. Like the 80-20 rule, right? They are actually focusing on the things that doesn't generate them income. They are actually focusing on like very small, minor things like, you know, quality, but they don't actually take action to actually progress forward. You know, people actually stuck by, they are stuck by creating because uh, they constantly want to get the best video out there and they end up not doing it at all, you know. Um, so that brings me back to the, the point about how does someone actually become a master implementer, you know. All right. Uh, so that's a great question, right? Uh, people have been asking me, right? Hey, uh, because the thing is right now, there's no like a one-stop shop program or course or a workshop about what, what we do, master mentor, right? But I uh, like what I did is actually I brought it down to three key things, right? I brought it down to three key things. But uh, so these three things I'm going to share, right? Uh, it, it will not work unless you have this one big thing first, which is called desire, right? If you don't have desire, right? Whatever things I share, like whatever... Uh, strategies or tactics I share, it won't work on you because if you don't have the desire, right, you're not going to want to take action in the first place, right? Okay, so let's put desire aside, right? So desire is what I call a prerequisite, right, to become a master mentor. And I realized that, hey, master mentors, they usually, like, from the trainers, the speakers, the top performers, the high performers, right, the people, the top 1% of people that I mm. interview, they usually master these three key things, right? So the first thing that they always master, right, is they master their time, right? So they master okay. their time, right? And a lot of people can say, hey, I do have time, I have work, I have job, I have kids and everything. But one thing I realized is that, hey, a lot of them don't think about having not enough time, right? They always think about what are their key priorities, right? Because when you think about your priorities, right, you actually have a much more empowering view 
uh, in your own mm. world, right? In your own actions, yeah. right? And so one thing is they always think that to themselves, what are the kind of things, right, they can do to constantly master their time, right? So yeah. one big thing that they do to master their time is they schedule the most important things first, right? So mm. that's uh, just a very simple tip on master mentors is that they master their time, right? They master their priorities and they always mm. make sure that they get the most difficult things done first, right? Mm. The second quick thing, right, is uh, this one that I heard from this guy called Ed Milet, right? Yeah, and he always says that actually top performers, right? If you know what they are doing, right? They are always moving a lot faster than the average person, right? They always mm. feel that they have limited time. They're always trying to move as fast as they can. They always want to see how they can save more time, right? But to actually still keep to the same level of output, everything. But generally, yeah. you realize that the actions they take, the things they think, they always try to go a bit faster, right? So that's number one, mm. right? Mastering their time, right? Number two, right? And then is this thing called mastering their habits. Right, so the mm. habits that they do, right, a lot of the actions that they do is uh what things that really help to push them forward. Right. So I always tell people that hey, when it comes to your um energy, right, when it comes to your motivation, willpower, right? Um start treating it as if it's a budget as well. Basically, when it comes to your energy, your willpower, right, is something that mm. can be spent anyhow or something that can invest in it, right? So I realized that a lot yeah. of top performers, right, they master their habits, right? They have, uh, they constantly exercise, they meditate, they do mindfulness mm. and everything, right? All this, you can check out online on anything, right? But basically, yeah. they master their habits to make sure that, hey, the things that they do every day, right, are things that keep pushing them forward, right? So that's one thing I do mm. about uh, mastering habits that I'm always constantly pushed about, right? So habits is something that I'm very passionate about that I constantly share, right? And one, mm. one guy that I strongly recommend people to follow is this guy called uh, James Clear, right? So James Clear is an author of this book James. called Atomic Habits, right? It's a freaking mm. powerful book, right? James Clear, very powerful. And mm. thirdly, right? They also master their learning, right? They, so the thing is, right? It's, it's actually all, tied, all ties back to all three things, right? Those are habits and everything. But one mm. third thing, right? That they always master is they master their learning, right? So when I ask people how can they get to uh, like from Singapore, right? If they're from Singapore, how they can get to mm. Bangkok for free, right? Yeah. So a lot of people say, hey, uh, I I I can I can get a Jetstar discount or everything, but basically the answer is you can basically walk there, right? And from my house, right, in Topayo, Singapore, right, it takes about thirty six days to get to Bangkok, right? But the fact of the matter is that most people decide to basically take a plane, right? They spend 100 bucks, 200 bucks to take a plane, right? Because they want to save time, right? And they know that mm. compared to walking, right? They know that the, the, the potential of hiccups is going to be way, uh, way lower, right? And so that's yeah. how I always uh, choose to approach my learning. And that's how I realized a lot of the top performers choose to approach their learning. Of course, uh, when you're starting out, maybe some, even some top performers like Damon John or, or like this guy called mm. Margaret, like they start off from poverty, right? You can't expect them to um, invest in courses or programs, yeah. right? But as they get better, right? As they read their books, as they get, they are free learning everything. They always think about how they can constantly up their game, level up their gaming, whether it's getting a coach, investing in a program, right? And that's one thing I realized that top performers always do, which is that they master their learning. They constantly role model after the best, right? But they always think about what is the most efficient, productive way, right? So I'm sure you know, Brian, it's like a lot the, I think what my mentors always tell me is that, hey, the, the average person always think about a program or investment. It's like, how much does this cost me, mm. right? How much must I pay versus compared to high performance, right? They always think about how much the will value. this me, right? So yeah. the value instead of the price, right? So even comes yeah. to value investing, right? A lot of people think that uh, Amazon at $2,000 is expensive, right? But dude, mm. right? If Amazon, uh, if you invest in Amazon and get you a 500x return compared to an average stock that's worth $50, right? I will be more mm. than happy to invest in Amazon. So that's yeah. something that I think about when it comes to learning, right? They constantly take, learn from the best and they don't mind paying premium for it, right? So that's mm. the three things that I talk about when it comes to being a master mentor, right? And of course, uh, you can't, it's not something like you can take a pill, you can uh, just read a book and you be a so-called master mentor overnight, right? Yeah. Awesome. So just, you know, the three things that you mentioned was to master your time, you know, master your habits and definitely invest in yourself to yeah. learn more stuff and 
you know, it connects sure. your process because, you know, uh, it brings me back to having a point of having a mentor, right? And I think yourself, yeah. you have a mentor, Resh, right? And I think yeah. Resh actually helped you like spearhead your growth as well because can you share about how you actually approached him to learn about your e-commerce stuff and then how he brought you into value investing or option ah, trading? Sure. sure, sure. No, no, no. So uh, Resh is someone that I'm very, very thankful to get to know, right, from a young age. So it was in army, right? I wanted to set up e-commerce store. And all I did, right? So all I did was I still I still had a Facebook message history with him, my which was like, hey, can you like my page? <laughs> Right, can you like my page? At that time, there still wasn't the, the automatic function to get your friends to like it, right? <laughs> and he was like, oh, dude, you're, you're starting on business, right? Hey, let's meet and everything, right? Uh, so I remember uh-huh. the first time I met him, right? So before that, we were friends in junior college, right? But we didn't know uh-huh. each other very well, right? Mm. So after that, uh, we met, he was in his army uniform, right? I just got off, got off from army, right? And he just said, hey, uh, like, let's connect more, right? And the first, uh, I think a few weeks after that, he said, hey, I'm doing a free investment sharing, right? I'm doing a free investment sharing. Uh, hey, just come down, it's for free. So I remember it was like mm. Brass Basar, it's like Ulu room, right? So I just learned from him. I didn't think much about it, right? I didn't do, I didn't take action after that, right? Because it's just a share. I'm just like, okay, go and learn, mm. right? And I think a few months after that, right? A few months mm. after that, then he was like, hey, uh, I have a proper program. Last time, if you like what I learned, I taught in three hours, right? I, I just launched this program. I think that time was about uh, 300, 400 bucks, right? So right now, mm. if you want to learn a program from Resh, you might have to pay probably easily 10 times more. But anyway, <laughs> right? Uh, and so yep. from there, from there, after when, taught me, I was like, okay, let's take action, let's keep going, right? So instead, mm. uh, I saved all my army savings, like, and I really just went to uh, invest and everything. So mm. uh, that was that was for quite a while. When I uh, when I I'm just caught up with him every now and then, right? Every now and then, even when I was in university, right, I try to catch up with him, not just to um, learn, right? Not just to learn, but also just to catch up with him to see how is it going. And I constantly see him grow, right? While at the same time, he didn't go to university, right? I was in university studying, right? While he mm. was just doing his business and going up already. Right. Mm. Um, so when I graduated, right, when I graduated, right, after the final life sharing, I was like, hey, I think I want to do a lot more uh, with my life. Right? right now, I think that I'm in a good space where I want to be a bit more uh, aggressive. Right. Yep. And that's when he invited me to be a Buffer Online School coach. Right. And that's when the uh, close mentoring started mm. uh, happening. Right. When he was like, hey, I need you to help. And of course, like one thing that he taught me over the years, which is that, hey, the, to get more of what you want, Right, you just have to help mm. other get more other people get more of what they want. Right. So that I think that that mindset really stuck with me, right? And mm. like when he invited me a BOS coach, I knew that I could help people, right? But not only did I get to help people, I realized that hey, from there I get to have uh, closer conversations with him and everything. And right now I'm working full time at a company, right? And mm. it wouldn't have happened uh, if I uh, didn't like take his advice, right? And started to help support people. Because everything my experience, right? Right now when my training I'm speaking, right, it's not what we call an overnight success because I've been doing it for the past 10 years, right? Conducting yeah. three sessions in uh, SMU small rooms, mm. uh, trying to sneak into uh, different seminars and everything, right? It all built up to what where I am today, right? And Reg is someone that's definitely helped me guide, uh, guided me towards uh, that, that goal. Yeah, yeah, man, and I think a lot of us, you know, like when we achieve, like I'm not saying about big successes, but maybe even this uh, wins, like maybe many people just see the surface value of all these wins and they don't see the amount of, yeah. you know, shit that we go through or like the, you know, the amount <laughs> of struggles that every entrepreneur goes through. And, you know, um, talking about that, right, when, when you actually started out this master implementer movement, right, you know, was there any obstacles when you like try to start this whole thing? Oh wow, <laughs> obstacles come from right? So let's so I'm gonna share with you openly, right? So so the the idea didn't 
like it came about like um after a long long brainstorming session right because um i remember when i went for a, like a marketing class and i went for one funny way challenge right they're asking me like hey what's the thing i want to serve right and mm. they say hey, if you have no idea never mind like just promote click funnels right but i didn't really want to do it right so i kept yeah. brainstorming like what was the idea what was the problem that i saw a lot of people solving and i think mm. it was uh, like when i was like like bathing or something it was a very random moment that I was like hey wow like I realized there's so many people have problem with achieving the success that they want. Let me think through it, but it didn't even come with brain, right? So mm. then about even coming out of this movement, right? Took me a, like a long, long time, right? That's, that's, that's for sure, <laughs> right? In terms of the the challenges, the obstacles, right? I think the the first thing I, I had to really because master mentor is not like uh it's not an easy term to remember, right? Yeah. Unless you get uh like if you get exposed to it multiple times. So one of my challenges mm. was how do I create the most amount of uh a noise, a more more exposure for it to mm. get people to remember the name and realize that. Mm. Uh, and it, so when I first posting, I was trying to do a hashtag. I was asking, ask me, hey, please, please like my page, please like my YouTube channel, everything, right? It wasn't getting anywhere. But mm. the first time I did an interview, right? The first time I did an interview, right? That is when my uh, progress getting got started, right? So that's, mm. that's one thing I did. Like my obstacle was really uh, getting the movement there, right? But it got a lot better. My focus right now, my challenge right now, right? This is a huge. This is a huge challenge that's around, right? This is a challenge that uh, that everybody sees, right? But how can I make a comprehensive program, a comprehensive uh curriculum of sorts, right? Um, mm. get people to say, okay, this is the one. So that's currently my challenge right now, right? That's currently my challenge right now. I'm actually designing a curriculum to make sure that, hey, uh, after you take it, right, and you apply even a, a few things that I share, you are going to help you mm. so much. But this is the comprehensive curriculum. So that's my challenge. Because um, being a master inventor, I feel that actually it requires a lot of different uh, factors, a lot of different traits, a lot of different characteristics, right? So that's the challenge right now. Mm. Uh, and the next challenge is for me as an entrepreneur right now is how do I monetize uh, the mm. movement, right? How do yeah. I monetize? So the thing is, I, I do like coaching and everything, but in terms of the demand of people wanting to learn more about it, it's quite a lot, right? So mm. if I do one-to-one, yes, but I'm always thinking about how can I scale it scale. up or monetizing yeah. at the same time. So yeah, so these are my two challenges like, going on at the moment. Nice. I think you are doing great actually. Like, I mean, um, you're definitely doing so many Facebook lives, you know, um, and sharing your knowledge with everyone. You know, what's your vision for this whole movement? Like, do you have a vision for this? Like, where do you want to see in the next few years or the next five years, you know? Yeah. So, I, I, I'm very inspired by this man called uh, Brandon Bouchard, right? I'm mm. sure you, you have probably yeah. heard of him. Uh, I've been sharing him a lot earlier earlier this year, right? Mm. Because I see what he has done with his whole High Performance Academy everything, right? Mm. So uh, honestly, right now, in terms of the specific vision, I would say that it's not that clear yet. But definitely for me to create that movement for people to say, I want to be a master implementer, right? Like mm. what are the, what I want to be a master, like that is something that I'll do. I'll create a movement, right? It's something like a what? Uh, click funnels does right? I'm a fun mm, hacker. So correct. that's actually my vision, right? I want to I want to get people to say that hey, um, like if I enter the investment journey, if I enter the entrepreneurship and the marketing journey, right, is I mm. want to be a master mentor so I can make sure that I achieve the results that I want. So that's the vision I want, right? But not just in terms of name, right? That people say like, oh, because of what I've learned from being a master mentor, I need to achieve this sort of result. So that's my uh, vision, that those are my goals, right? And Brandon Bashar is someone that I uh, highly look up to. So that's something that uh, I'm looking at to achieving in the next uh, five to ten years. Awesome. So excited for you, man. Like, I think uh, Thanks, so many one will be impacted by this movement, right? So, I think I've come down to my last question, right? And I want to ask you, right? Yep. Um, you started investing at the age of 19 or 18. And um, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what advice, you know, would you have for your, 
you know, if you go all the way back to your 15-year-old self, right, what will you advise yourself? Mm. Um, like, will you change anything? Like, will you take this um, 10 years process for yourself to actually um, reach this stage? Or will you have um, advised yourself something different so that you can, you know, compress this whole process, like maybe done more in uni or something like that to actually uh, 10x your growth? Yeah, so I think that's a very good question, right? So a lot of people, okay, so I know one group of people will say, oh, I wish I don't change anything, right? Uh, what's that help? Mm. So, so that, that for sure, right? So I won't talk, mm. that doesn't really help much, right? <laughs> uh, I think the one thing I would have uh, changed differently, right, is that I would have, so I think the, the years, the number of years that I wasted the most, right, was actually during my university days, right? So the about 15 years old, I was enjoying, like, I, I was fine with it, right? I was a happy-go-lucky guy. I, I pretty fine. But I think one thing that, uh, in terms of, like, my regrets or what I would have done differently in the past 10 years was during my university, right, to actually not be so um, focused on my grades, right? To not mm. be so focused on my grades, right? But actually to start creating a lot more movement. So that, that's something I've done because, right, like, I... So my first event was before I went to university, right? It was called Millionaire Mind Intensive. I was making money mm. for supposed to entrepreneurship and everything. I didn't take much action, right? And I felt that it was because, yes, yeah, first finance, everything, right? But it was because of the environment that was around him, right? So not saying that, uh, like, they are bad influence and everything, but university, most people only have two key goals, right? So number one is to study hard to get a GPA to get a full-time job, right? Yeah. And number two, right, is uh, just to have fun, right? So, mm. I mean, yes, have fun. I, I, I do try to have fun and everything, but my thing is, I think that period of time was a massive opportunity for me to do so much more. Right, mm. compared to when you're working with uh, your full-time commitments and especially when you go older, you have a kids and everything, blah, blah, blah. Right, but in university, right, or even like slightly before that, right, uh, I felt that that would have been the best time to really like take so much action and everything, right? So, mm. be, so before, so I'm going to do a side thing, right? So, so before university, right, the eight months, right, I was wondering what to do, right? And I was advised by uh, my mentor, Rash, and everything to say, hey, um, because that time I was pretty uh, introverted, I was pretty quiet, right? Mm advised me to go and join a sales company, right? Mm. Join a sales company uh, where you should be on the streets and everything, right? Uh, yeah. And it's tough, right? It's tough. You have to face tons of reactions, rejections. And that yeah. period of time, eight months, right? Because on environment, because I did it every single day, helped me so freaking much, right? But once mm. I went to university, right? Uh, after a few months, it was all just about enjoying, having fun, having games, right? Like, which is totally fine, right? But I think that yeah. in terms of my uh, progress, everything, right? I could have done a lot more during that period. So that's why I have told myself that, hey, university, don't just keep thinking about having fun, right? Keep mixing around with people that you want to be more like. So that is my advice for myself. Yeah, I think environment is so important. Like even, I think, Gabe, was it Gabriel that said this or someone else? You know, um, even how strong you are, if you place yourself in an environment of all people who just want to have fun, right? You'll just end up having fun. You won't do anything and uh, you won't take any action. You won't progress. Yeah. yeah, so I think environment is so important and we all definitely have to work on that. All right. Okay. Yes. Okay, thank you so much, Mark, for, you know, um, taking your time to share with us about your whole master implementer movement, how to become a master implementer. My and, pleasure. And definitely, um, 10x your journey and document it, you know, continue documenting uh, to all my audience, right? Um, if you are interested to follow Mark, right, you can find him on Facebook. And uh, I think he, most of his sharings are done over there and he has a Telegram chat as well. Yep. 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 yep okay. Okay. Thanks, you helped me, help me share already. <laughs> right. Thanks, Brian. Right, yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, thanks, man.